timeout when there's gaps in coverage every team needs a player they can count on to help aflac supplemental insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't when you're sick or injured bills can rack up fast aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like rent or groceries get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover Visit aflac.com to learn more. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour two. Good energy, great night's sleep. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. J Mac will return next week. He's on a vacation. Uh, undisclosed location. He went to a Taylor Swift concert. The entire city of Los Angeles, except my family, went to the Taylor Swift concert. She had, I think, five or six straight nights. They say each one is bigger economically for a city than the Super Bowl. Not sure if that's true, but that's what they say. All I know is I had to go to uh, LAX on Sunday in the summer, and I've never seen LAX that crowded. It was 40 minutes to get out of LAX, and I know all the, you know, little pathways to get in and out of it. Brutal. So uh, that's where we are. Uh, J-Mac comes back next week. Ryan filling in, doing some work for us. Yeoman effort. We appreciate that. Shady McCoy in about 15 minutes. And then Justin Herbert of the Chargers stops by last hour. Just signed his big contract. One of my favorite people in the league. I texted him after that. He's such a humble kid, such a good kid. We're very lucky right now in the NFL. Uh, The Johnny Manziels wash themselves out. Uh, Overwhelmingly, the quarterbacks, the faces of the franchise are really humble, hardworking, focused kids. I I, want to talk about a guy that's not a kid, Kirk Cousins. So he's been great in this Netflix documentary series on quarterbacks. Unbelievable family man, great dad, great husband, really good quarterback, and a really good guy. Impossible not to like him. Um, You know, like he takes a lot of crap, but he's just, he feels like an old school guy with old school sensibilities, incredibly likable. I like new stuff, but there's nothing wrong with old school. And Kirk feels his values, his morals. He feels kind of old school, traditional, unbelievably likable. But it's interesting that he really is the NFL equator. He's the median line. The line of DeMar Cousins is that when Mike Sando came out with his quarterback tears last week, um, I thought what was really interesting is that Kirk Cousins was at the bottom of Tier 2. Every quarterback above Kirk Cousins, Mahomes, 
Burrow Allen, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Dak, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson, every one of those has a wildly tribal, vocal, and loyal fan base. They're considered great. Even after bad games, Dak has unbelievable support. Then there's Cousins at 12. And look at the quarterbacks who follow him. All of them have critics, even Russell Wilson, who won a Super Bowl and got to two. Kyler Murray, you don't like his attitude. Derek Carr, he's not a go-for-it guy. Goff's not mobile. Tua can't stay healthy. Garoppolo's overrated. Daniel Jones stinks. Geno Smith can't run it back again. Uh, Justin Fields is 5-20. and 20. We'll wait and see. Ryan Tannehill, not very good, can't trust him. And Mac Jones, who most of you don't like, although I do. It's literally the line of DeMar Cousins. It's Kirk Cousins. He's, he cuts right in the middle. Anybody above is viewed as a star and you support, even in bad Sundays. They're your guy. They're considered very talented and you're mostly lucky to have them. The people below, many of whom are just, in, just as talented or more talented than ones above them, mostly have critics so far or haven't delivered on the promises or what our perception was of their talent or ability. The line of DeMar Cousins. Uh, Mark Wilf, the co-owner, uh, talked yesterday or the day before about the future of Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. Well, we feel great about the quarterback situation. Kirk's an outstanding leader. Um, he's led this team uh, in incredibly these past few years, and uh, we're looking for great things for him in 2023. And um, I know there's discussions all the time on all these topics, especially quarterback. And I know Quasey and Coach are, are always uh, communicating with, with Kirk and everybody, but uh, we're real happy to have him uh, lead our team. Well, he's good. He's occasionally, occasionally very good and shrinks in big games. Um, but he, here's the thing about Kirk Cousins, and this is really powerful, especially in the corporate world. He provides stability. And GMs and owners are terrified of chaos at quarterback. That's how you lose your job. That's how you lose your job, is that Kirk Cousins starts for you, and he is stability. And that's made him a lot of money. As an NFL starter in Washington and Minnesota, we know exactly what he is. He's been 13th in passing yards per game, 10th in TD to interception ratio, and 9th in passer rating. He is ultimately the NFL equator. Stars above him, questions, critics, naysayers of the quarterbacks below him. I like him. But I've never loved him. All right, um... I thought this was interesting. Somebody told me this years ago, when you get the quarterback right in the NFL, everything else falls into place. That if you get the quarterback right and you can't figure it out after that, then it's on you. Like right now, the Chargers know they got the quarterback right. Do they have the coach right? Some say yes, some say no. I saw uh, some anonymous executive yesterday took a shot at Brandon Staley. I don't know if he's good. I thought at the end of last year, his defense played better, but to blow that lead in the playoff game was really, really egregiously bad. It happens. So there's a holdout um, with Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes takes it to another level, and Brady did this in New England, is that when you have a star quarterback, it allows you to not be great everywhere else. Cincinnati gets to a Super Bowl. They didn't have the safeties or linebackers, and the O-line wasn't great. 
Mostly the linebackers. Let's just look because they had it that I think they had Von Bell. They got to a Super Bowl, didn't have a very good linebacking core, and the O line was a bit of a mess. It's since he arrived been a bit of a mess. And he got to a Super Bowl and was an Aaron Donald sack away from potentially winning the Super Bowl. Um, and that's what star quarterbacks do. Uh, Matt Stafford didn't have a great offensive line his first year in Los Angeles. They weren't very good at safety, linebacker, and they won the Super Bowl. Odell Beckham got hurt at half, having a great game. They won the Super Bowl. And so a star quarterback allows you some latitude to whiff in a draft pick, to have injuries. But I think Brady in New England did this, and it's very rarefied air. It's very unique. And I think Mahomes is doing this, is that even a holdout to a crucial player in a crucial position, I don't know the impact it would have. So Chris Jones is a great defensive lineman. After Aaron Donald, argument last half decade, he's been the best interior defensive lineman in the league after Aaron Donald last five years. He is fantastic. And there's a holdout situation. And he posted a cryptic tweet. KC dot dot dot, I love you. Are the Chiefs impervious, literally impervious to chaos? Will it matter? So Mahomes got hurt in the Super Bowl, it didn't matter they won. They rebuilt their defense. It didn't matter they won. They rebuilt their O-line in one offseason. Didn't matter they won. They lost their number one wide receiver, Tyreek Hill. Rebuilt their wide receiving core. They were actually better. The only kryptonite so far to the Kansas City Chiefs, the only kryptonite is they lost Excellent left tackle Eric Fisher in the AFC Championship game, I think against Buffalo, and they just didn't have enough time to solve it in time for the Super Bowl two weeks later. So their enemy was time. Chris Jones is excellent. There's no question he enhances the pass rush to a level it can't meet without him. But Brett Veach recruits or drafts very well They've got an excellent rush end from Purdue, who's only getting better. Bolton, the linebacker's excellent, only getting better. And they had eight rookies start on defense. With Spag, Steve Spagnola, they're going to probably all get better. Mahomes' talent allows you to rebuild, holdouts, chaos, drama, stars leave, and they're often better. Eight rookies played on defense and started games. Started at some point, and they won the Super Bowl. That makes no sense. I mean, people are saying, well, Rams, look at all these look at all these rookies on the Rams defense. Mahomes is like, yeah, and I'm also going to do a Netflix series during it. You can tape me all year, and I'm going to win a Super Bowl. So in the first year, Mahomes, his first Super Bowl year, the Chiefs were 17th in defense, below average. It didn't matter. They fell behind by 20 points in playoff games. It didn't matter. Rebuilt O-lines, defense, receiving cores. It didn't matter. It's very similar to Brady in his prime. Not early Brady, and maybe not the last year of Brady. But Brady, for about a 12-year cycle, felt like you could lose Randy Moss. It didn't matter. You could rebuild the O-line. It didn't matter. The defense wasn't quite as good. It didn't matter. And as the league has become more quarterback-dependent and quarterback-centric, and Mahomes is arguably, but I think many believe this, the single greatest talent to ever play the position, what would Chris Jones holding out do? 
I don't know. It's something. But I, I almost believe we're getting into a Andy Reid, Mahomes, great GM, solid ownership, Travis Kelsey. We're getting into this sort of impervious level where, you know, you think you want to play with a great quarterback, but in New York with Daniel Jones, it only empowers Saquon Barkley. It only empowers offensive teammates. Is Mahomes so great like Brady that can, you can move off virtually anybody? Is he impervious? I, I, it's inter- and I love Chris Jones, but I wonder. This game has never been more offensive-driven, never more quarterback-driven, and Brady didn't have an offensive head coach. Mahomes has more raw talent and the best offensive coach, arguably, next to Bill Walsh in the history of the league. And I'm not saying Kansas City's rooting for Chris Jones to leap. He's really good and really valuable. We've had him on the show. Great player. But I'm telling you, this league right now, you can overcome a lot. Jets had a great defense, no playoffs. Denver last year, pretty good defense. It was a mess. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is herd, H E R D. New customers can bet five bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code herd, H E R D. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. One of my favorite guys, Shady McCoy, uh, is now on uh, Speak after our show today. Always delivers the truth with a smile, which helps. It's good to see you, my man. I hope your summer's going well. What are you doing this summer? I'm just hanging out, hanging out, just um, just relaxing with the family. Okay, now, 
your family out west now, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, back and forth. Okay. I go back and forth myself. So uh, you were at cowboy practice. Now, yes. You have always been willing to be critical of Dak. And so do you go to cowboy practice? Or are they looking at you <laughs> a little sideways? Uh, for the most part, some people were. Some of the fans were. But it was a lot of love out there. Um, I have a great relationship with a lot of guys over there with the Cowboys, and they they know me. Nothing is, is personal. There's nothing personal against Dak Prescott or anybody else, and I'm, a, I'm not hiding. You know, everything I say, I mean, and it's from what I watch and what I research and I study. So um, just going to the camp was cool. I've always had a great relationship with Jerry Jones, you know. McCarthy's a pit guy, right? Always good with him, yeah. So Dude, Dude's want- like um, Stefan Diggs, one of my good friends. And then Michael Parsons is from Harrisburg, and I'm from Harrisburg. So it's a lot of love there. Okay. So yesterday, um, I do believe that fewer starters play in the preseason. So what's happening, coaches are having more intense practices because yeah. they don't want to play their starters S- in the game. Smart. Yeah. Right. So Dak's throwing some picks yesterday. Now, right. one of these is just Trayvon Diggs. Three. It's a, now shady. Just to be honest, three. It's oh. a lot. Yeah. One of them's bad. So Baker's throwing picks in practice. He led the NFL since he arrived in in, in picks. Mm-hmm. Dak led the NFL in picks. Right. I know it's easy to say it's practice. Well, Burrow's not throwing a lot of them when he was healthy. You were there. Do you? It's something, isn't it? I think it's something. Now I think it also is a new offense. Um, now that McCarthy's taking over for the, as a coordinator, um, but it is something. I think a, a veteran quarterback of his magnitude of of America's team, the Cowboys, um, and I think a lot of People feel like Dak's a, a, a elite quarterback, right. franchise guy. So I think it is something. I mean, the good thing is that it's at camp and you try to get, work the kinks out, um, new offense, get the picks out now. But, I mean, I won't be super worried about it, but I think coming off a year he's had where he's been throwing picks, it may be something. They change coordinators. So Justin Herbert's on last hour. He's got Kellen Moore. I like Kellen. I love him. Why do you love I, – I just think it's a bigger deal than everybody lets on that Kellen leaves and it's like, hey, Michael, call it. I'm like, time out. Mm-mm. Kellen Moore was – why do you love him? I think he's a really, really good coordinator. I just watched the the um, the way he utilizes players, the way he can get Tony Pollard in space, um, the type of reads that he gives Dak Prescott. See, the one thing, you know, I've been reading like a lot of things from their camp is that, you know, McCarthy wants to put the offense on more on Dak, more responsibility. I understand. I get that. With Moore, I, I felt like he gave him so many easy reads. And and it's going to get hard. I, I, and I think you'll see the difference when um, Justin Herbert, how that offense rolls. And I think that he'll be even more efficient this year, and I think he'll be have a better offense. I think the Cowboys will struggle, even though, and being at that camp, I've noticed so fast how talented that group is on no. offense and on defense. No, that defensive group, that's a top Oh, four. my God. Dudes everywhere. Length. Speed, speed everywhere. <laughs> yes, and on, and on offense. I mean, you know, you bring Brandon Cooks over there as your number two receiver. Like that's really really good. Tony Pollard, he looks good. Okay, he does he, right. And then and then and then uh, all pro receiver and CD Lamb. You have everything you need there, right? With a solid offensive line. Now, granted, we'll see what happens with, with Zach Martin. But overall, that's a that's a talented offense. Okay. So um, I saw you were in Kansas City. You love Andy Reid. Ooh, love Andy. That's right. And uh, Eric Bieniemy was the coordinator, and I saw a story uh, yesterday that came out where mm-hmm. where uh, Ron Rivera is like his intensity <clears throat> is not for everybody. Now that his reputation was he didn't interview particularly well. 
Um, he had a little bit of baggage years and years ago in his personal life. That aside, when I saw the story about that, my takeaway was he's intense. You got to get over it. Yeah. But Mm-mm. you've seen more of him. Does it concern you? It, for me, I've, I've said something about this in the past and everybody killed me for it. Oh, why he's, you know, is he mad about this, mad about this? No, I, I think Eric B. Enemy, I think he'll be a good head coach because he's big on the discipline, you know, making, making everybody accountable. But I never seen him as a coordinator. He, he never really called plays. He installs, never installed no plays, anything like that. But the thing that alarmed me the most was their, their relationships with the players. And the one thing why Andy Reid is such a great coach, obviously the X's and O's part of it, right. but he can relate to players. He can understand them. He can adjust from when I had him at 20 years old to having him in 2019, he, he, he changed. And you got to change with the times. And I think with, with the enemy, he's still stuck in that old back in the days where the coaches is cussing the players out. And it's not how it's played nowadays. Like, like even with Coach Rivera talking about it, he said that's a different approach. Now, I was, I was part of that um, Kansas City Chiefs championship team. Yeah. And it was terrible. That One of the first things I noticed is how he talks to the players. It's like you can't talk to these players, and if you notice all the players he has issues with, fights with, arguments with on the sideline, and if you notice when the players speak of Eric Bieniemy, they say he's a really, really good coach. You know, he's disciplined, he cares, he has your back. They don't say nothing about how he's teaching them, how he's making them better, and you never would see that because he didn't do a lot of that when I was with him. I didn't, I didn't see a lot of that, so I just think that when Rivera talked about the players that are coming up to talk to him, these ain't third string guys, these ain't second string guys, these are starters. Like, hey, coach, I'm all down for the t- tough coaching, but when you start ripping players and cussing them out and cursing them out, you're not going to get the best out of them. And I think he doesn't realize that <sighs> times have changed. Yeah. You know, so. No, I mean, listen, parenting's changed. It's a different world. It's a different world. So um, we were talking about this, that when Brady was really in his prime, as great as Peyton Manning was and Big yes. Ben, Brady allowed you um, – to kind of move off players. Right. They moved off Randy Moss, yep. and they got better. Wow. Like, I mean, everybody. They lost Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm. They were fine. Well, those are great players, right? Mm-hmm. The late uh, Aaron Hernandez. So, um, when I look at Mahomes, they move off Tyreek Hill. Right. They're better. They rebuilt their O-line. Defense. They've rebuilt their receiving core. Mm-hmm. They, they just move off people. So, yeah. when Chris Jones is doing trip cryptic tweets and regarding a holdout. I do think to myself, well, they started eight rookies started on defense right. last year. They're all going to get better. You know that culture. You know that roster. Right. If Chris Jones doesn't come back, are they still great? They're always going to be a really, really good team because they do have Patrick Mahomes and they do have Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. They're, they're always going to be good, right? And it's special because they got special players and special coaching. And I think Brett Veach, great GM, right? I think he'll get the deal done. But Chris Jones, man, he's special for that team. You know, as, as much as we talk about Patrick Mahomes and you Travis You were there Kelsey, when he was young, weren't you? And he was good. He's been the most disruptive defensive player other than Aaron Donald. In the league. It's Chris Jones. And, and if you look at all the success that the, that the Chiefs have, offensively they're going to ball out, right? And defense be up and down. But one thing about Chris Jones, when we they need stops, Chris Jones to give them stops. When they need somebody to depend on, he, he's the one that they call. If you recall, even like the um, from the championship games or all the big moments in the playoffs, the offense did their part. But then Chris Jones, you need that 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 sack or need that tackle it's for the loss. Bengals. It's him. It's him. And 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 
without him, I think they're a different team. I, I do. I think they're really, really good, right? I think the offense can put points up, and they're going to battle with the best of them. But <laughs> Chris Jones, man, he, he's something special. Yeah, no, he is. So I got to ask you about the running back situation. So I, I know I, uh, I've said before that if you watch sports and analytics, the world's changed. So yeah. in basketball, uh, power forwards don't exist. If you can't hit a J, right, right. Tristan Thompson went from valuable to hard to play in three years. Yeah. Dwight Howard was a back-to-the-basket dominating player. Beast. Couldn't keep him on the floor. Right. And it's like it's analytics. Yeah. Everybody wants a shooter. Even Anthony Davis now. Get outside Jokic. Hit a jumper. Giannis. Hit a jumper. So in the Joel NFL, yeah. in, in the NFL, um, because of CTE, the NFL wrote a billion-dollar check. Safety enhances, right. right? The only player you can hit now in the league is the running back. Yeah. You can hit him from anywhere, anytime. <laughs> and because of that, they're suffering more injuries longer than other players. Okay. So the analytics are telling you, do not sign running backs infrequently to second big contract. Right. Now, you were gifted enough, Derek Henry. Um, there are guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Saquon, especially with Daniel Jones, you got to have him in-house. I would say the Giants offense is Saquon. But how do you view it? Do you view it... You know, uh, Travis ATN's a smart young yeah, kid. He good came player. out, good player, good player. Good player. And he yes. came out and he said, "I just got to diversify. I got catch. I got yep. block. Like, yep. If you're a running back, you can't just run downhill anymore." Mm-hmm. So, how do you view the whole situation? And you just said it. I think it's like the versatile running backs, the guys that don't have to leave the field. I mean, Christian McCaffrey's getting paid at the top of the market because he could do everything, right? Even Kamara, Kamara had a solid contract yeah. and he could do everything. So, I think it's a matter of of being consistent for one. And, and being versatile where you catch, you, you can run, you can block, where we need you part of this offense. I, I think a guy like Jonathan Taylor, he should be a guy who could, could stretch the market a little bit. I talked to his agent a couple months ago when they were going to have a, a tough battle with the Colts, but he's another guy. And then B.J. Rob, Robinson. Um, Not B. John Robinson? Oh, B.J. Rob, yes. For sorry. Atlanta. Yeah, for Atlanta. So I, he went first round. I think that he's the type of player where, first of all, he went so early, so that should tell you something. He got drafted so early. And then watching his tape, he's special. He can run routes. He can break tackles. He's a little LT. Yes, he is. I agree with that. So I think guys like that are, will, will, will change, you know, as far as the uh, the value of the running backs. But then again, also I'm learning, even in my time, where it's like the, the top-tier guys get paid, and then the rest of the guys, they kind of just – they don't pay him as much, you know, so. How are your contract negotiations late in your career? Oh man, I, I mean, I'm I'm a top ten, or top five highest paid running backs. I'm in that in that category. So you got yours. Yep, I had Drew Rosenhouse, so we cleaned up pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm versatile running back, so you know, all, all my contracts I got was was a uh, top of the market. Yeah, and they weren't. Bad and I didn't go first round. I didn't go first round. Right, like a lot of them guys did. Yeah. Okay, so um, we got three rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at your career. I'm trying to think of. Bill, so you got young Josh Allen. I had, yes, baby Josh. You got okay. So you had baby Josh, mm-hmm. Mahomes. You, did you get baby Mahomes? I, no, well, that's the thing about Mahomes, right? He only I got with him his second year starting. That's how good he okay, is. Okay, okay. So you got young quarterback. So let's talk like baby Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. So it was it was pretty rough. It was rough. Okay, yes. so Anthony Richardson is the comp for him. Gotcha. Big strong moves. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of great college starts. Yeah. So let's go back to you with a lot of people, and I was one of them saying, is Josh Allen going to be a bust? He yeah. can't throw. When did you know, when did the team know with baby Josh, yeah. dude, dude's it? 
Well, first of all, Josh Allen is a competitor. Like, he competes like he's a running back or a wide receiver. He has that type of attitude to him. Big dude. He's real tough. Super talented. I'm talking about fast. The people see him now running, like, oh, he's, he's, he's fast. But when, when we seen him at camp, we was like, dang, he can run. And he's 6'4". He's a big boy. He has a, long, a, a rocket a launcher type of arm. I mean, uh, can throw that ball. Could Anthony Richardson be him? Could Anthony be him? Big, strong See, arm? I, I think so. He's super athletic. But one thing I always say about Josh, you got to have the right coaching. You know, having um, Brian uh, Dayball, right, I've seen the change. Like, oh, wow. He's coaching him every day, tough on him, you know, getting the best out of him, challenging him, and, and, and Josh will answer it. So uh, you got to have the right coaching, and you got to have people that believe. I think them guys from – that's not experience in college because I was I was definitely concerned where Richardson one year starter one year starter and then the, the year before that you was like splitting time I'm thinking like you gonna go in the top ten so there must be talent there right and it has to be a a, a good coach to bring it out of you well he got Jalen Hurts as coach he did yep yep that's very interesting so I want to ask you about Jalen Hurts because um, one of the things about Jalen Hurts is not that he can't throw and run, but yeah. his intangibles are so strong. His IQ, his coachability, his heart. Like, they're just guys that I would run through a wall for. Yep. Jalen Hurts is one of the dudes I'm like, okay, that's – I mean, you're, you're talking a guy that's had to overcome everything. Bama right. moved often. Mm-hmm. Went to the second round. All he does is answer it. So there's some innate leadership qualities. Maybe it's a mom and dad thing. He just brought him to the table. Yeah. So he goes, he gets Shane Steichen, he's great. Now he loses his coordinator. Mm-hmm. You tell me. You've been with quarterbacks. Right. For a young quarterback, I mean, we saw Josh Allen this year That's lost right. his, and yeah. the interceptions went up. That's true. That's true. Yeah. What, what do you think Jalen will look like this year? I, every year, Jalen Hurts has got better and better and better. I have my own, I guess, I was skeptical of how he would do. And I watched this guy get better and better and better each year. And, and I always think about, you could tell that he's a coach's son. Just the way his approach to the game, you know, he's a big student. He's a leader. He's a natural leader. And those things come from he develops that, right, with, with the habits he, that he shows. And everything I've heard from even when he wasn't playing at an MVP caliber level before that, everybody talked about how he's so dialed in and he's a, he's a winner, he's a leader. So I see him getting better. I see him not getting complacent with the success he had. And all the reports I've heard back home um, in training camp with the Eagles is that he looks even better. So I'm not, like, surprised because he's shown that through his career. He can get better and better. But he wants to. I mean, this kid, he, he wants to be great. He's mature. He's mature. Another thing is, like, players that have been the underdogs their whole life, right, they use that for motivation. And, and some guys either pout or they make something about it. And he does something about it every time he takes the field. So, I mean, I, sky's the limit for the Philadelphia Eagles because their quarterback is dialed in. Yeah. All right, a final one. Um Hard Knocks to talk about later, but Hard Knocks, New York, Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I guess my biggest concern is this, is that Aaron um, had a lot of control in Green Bay, and he always had, he didn't always have great defense or great receivers. He always had good protection. Right. The Packers are like the Patriots. Yes. Couldn't tell you the last bad O-line. Could be 20 years ago. Jets O-line, major concerns. Yeah. Dwayne Brown goes down, 39 years old. They don't have a left tackle. Right. Um, what do you, so that's what I'm looking for. I'm going to look at that O line. And if Aaron's got time, Elijah Vera Tucker inside guy, good. Yep. then he's fine. Yeah. I, everything else I'm good with. 
Is there something that you would see? Because you, you've been in big cities. You've been in big brands. Yeah. Is there, you're an East Coast guy. Is there something you would see and it would lead you to believe this is about go, ready to go sideways. This, isn't, this doesn't look good. What are you yeah. looking for? I'm looking for the first time things are, are going negative or not going the right direction. Everything we've talked about so far, man, is how well that the team is, is gelling together. Aaron Rodgers, he's at many camps. He's at camp. You know, he's doing all the things he didn't do in Green Bay. He's working out with the younger uh, wide receivers. He's going to different events to build that bond, build that chemistry. But what happens when things go left? How do they respond? And that's going to show me um, what type of team they really have because they have a lot of talent. And I think they're coached pretty well. Um, Coach Sala, I, I like him a lot. He knows defense. He knows his defense. I think now he has a a uh, a, a quarterback to, to go out there and lead his team. So I, we'll see. I just want to see how things go when, when, when things go negative. You know, it's funny. You know Dave Wanstead. Yeah. My, my favorite coach, Dave Wanstead. So Dave is Adam the McCullough. best storyteller. Yes, he, he is. He knows everybody in the world. Yep. And he's just a wonderful guy. So he recruited you. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And Aaron Donald. Yes. And Darrell Rivas. All the big guy. Yeah. And then he has such a great personality. Oh, he's a man. great guy. You want to run through a wall for Coach Ron. So he has a great line. He goes, You can lose games, but not a locker room. Okay. He goes, So you can go on a two game losing streak, you're losing games. He goes, If you, you lose that third, maybe if you're Andy Reid, it's different. But he goes, If you're a new coach or a young coach and you mm-hmm. lose a third in a row, Guys start peeling off. That's true. And so, and I look at Robert mm. Sala and Aaron. Well, Aaron's not going to take the hit. Right. And we know the defense is good. Go to, you know, I don't know how many three-game losing streaks you had, but go to the longest losing streak, Shady, of your career. Yeah, we went 4-12 and one year with Andy Reid. Uh, that's the year he, he left. But one thing about the locker room, I'll say this. If you have a, um, a good quarterback, right, that people respect – let me say that. Not even the good part. But if you have a quarterback that people respect, okay. the locker room won't be lost because they'll hold on to him. So the coach will deliver the message to the quarterback, and the quarterback displays that amongst the team. Okay. And if you have that, you, you should be fine. I mean, we at the time we had Michael Vick, and who's an excellent leader, good person. you know. And then Andy Reid is such a respectable coach that – Even though he, you were bad. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then another thing is, at some point as a player, you got to look yourself in the, in the mirror – is it coach? Because <laughs> he's not tackling or throwing passes, or is it us? And that particular time with Andy Reid, we're four and twelve. It was more of us than Andy Reid for sure. Yeah. Hey, you're doing a great job. Uh, you're on Speak Shady McCoy weekdays four thirty. You know, it's interesting as a player, you're very outspoken. Yeah. Uh, but you do it with a smile on your face, so it's never mean spirited. Uh, how is the TV thing working? Is it weird for you to hang out with pro athletes? And they're sometimes like, hey, I saw you Tuesday. You called me out Tuesday. Yeah, what it- is it like for you? It's funny, it, you know, because, like, if you know me, I always talk trash. That's, that's been my thing. So from the barbershops to the field, and that's just who I am. But, like, sometimes I might say something and, uh, and, and players will see it. Text you? They might text me. Or if I say something about their teammate, you know, <laughs> depending on how close they are with the teammate, they're like, hey, Shady, man, take it easy. Or, or they might laugh about it. But it is different. But I like it because this is who I am. I don't, I don't hide. I'm not nothing like trying to act. This is who I am every day. No days off. Love having you part of the team. I love it. Shady The, the Fox team. There you go. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction 
alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zen won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hi, it's the Herd. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Any. That's right. To celebrate college basketball's most frenzied time of the year, it's here. DraftKings is giving new customers a shot to rack up bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Code heard once again, new customers. Bet 5 and get 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, code HERD, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Tomorrow, it's a pivotal quarterfinal matchup at the FIFA Women's World Cup as Spain takes on the Netherlands in prime time. Coverage begins at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fox and the Fox Sports app. How do you own the day in sports? You make incredible plays. How do you and the rest of us own the day with Irish Spring? Irish Spring, check it out at your local retailer today. Ryan with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. 
This is the Herdline News. Things are always good for Jerry Jones. The Cowboys are once again the NFL's most valuable franchise. Sportico values them at over $9 billion, far surpassing the Giants, who are second on the list. We'll take a look here at the rest of the top 10. You have the Rams in third, followed by the Patriots, 49ers, Jets, Commanders, Bears at eight, and then finishing out with the Eagles and Raiders. Um... So the Jets are worth more than the Giants. That doesn't feel right. Is that an Aaron Rodgers? No, that's uh, the Giants. Are oh, number I'm sorry. Two. My yeah. bad. My bad. My yeah. bad. My bad. Giants are number two. Yeah, I was gonna say Giants are really valuable. Correct. You know, I um, the one that's interesting is the Raiders and how far they've jumped up the list oh, no, no. since the move to Vegas. The other thing is people don't understand. There sometimes you have brands that get buried. So I said this for years about the Golden State Warriors. So I grew up in the '70s where the Warriors had Rick Barry. And uh, Al Adels, uh, Clifford Ray, the center, Jeff Mullen, they were really, really good. And it, they were a big West Coast brand, and Barry was great. And then they were bad forever. And people forgot what a great, great basketball city the Bay Area is because they were so bad. The minute they got interesting again, you can't get a ticket to a Warriors game. The Yankees in the 80s were just a huge name and a beaten down brand. I think Michigan football had that a little bit with Brady Hoke or a Rich Rod. You just forget how big Michigan football is and what they do with the ratings. The Raiders in my childhood, the Steelers were the team of record in the 70s. Their number one rival was the Raiders. And it didn't matter if it was Plunkett or Kenny Stabler, Lyle Alzado, uh, Hendrickson, Cliff Branch, Bolitnikoff, John Madden. The Raiders were a massive, arguably a number two or three brand. I thought they were as big when I was a kid as the Cowboys. And then they were just ba- Al Davis at the end. It just disappeared. It was poorly managed. But the Raiders are the, it's almost like they're a beaten down brand. They stood for something. They're kind of the rebels of the NFL. Al Davis was like, I'm not paying this. I'm not doing that. We're going to move wherever we want. There's a real independent brand, sort of a, a rogue element to the Raiders that I think is incredibly powerful. It's just been beaten down. Absolutely. And we'll see. Hopefully we can see that brand rise up again. Maybe if Jimmy Garoppolo stays healthy. But we'll keep our attention on the AFC West there with the Chargers. Keenan Allen are now preparing for their first season under new OC Kellen Moore. Moore was hired to replace Joe Lombardi. Yesterday, Keenan was asked about his role in this new offense. Kellen's not really a guy who, you know, put guys in spots and leaves them there. Um, you know, he changes the personnel within the play call. He puts guys where he wants them and, um, you know, what's best for the offense. With Lombardi, I was stuck at slot kind of the whole time. Um, I'm inside, outside now. We're all kind of inside, outside, playing playing everything. I This, to me, the biggest coordinator moves of the year. Like, we always look at coaches. You say, oh, there's a new coach. It's a big deal. Vic Fangio to the Miami Dolphins defense and Kellen Moore to the Chargers offense is why I have both those teams making the playoffs. I think Fangio is arguably the best defensive coordinator in football. And I'm not talking Belichick, but defensive mind. uh, That's not a head coach. And I think Kellen Moore is great. What's interesting is is as the offensive line got old and deteriorated and Zeke deteriorated and Amari Cooper left, under Kellen Moore, go look at the points per game for Dallas with Dak Prescott, who we view as a B to a B-plus quarterback. 
six first and fourth. So I don't understand. Like, Cowboy fans are not freaking out. And they. I think they blamed Kellen for a lot of their shortcomings. Everybody I talk to in the NFL is everybody. is like Kellen Moore to this offense is going to be fuel. I think they're – and they also – Quentin Johnston, the receiver out of TCU, has been unbelievable in camp. And so they have – I think Palmer's their fourth receiver. Gerald Everett's the tight end. they got five guys now that they like to throw the ball to. Absolutely. Plenty to work with on that offense in addition to a great talent in Justin Herbert. So going to be exciting to see what the Chargers can do. And we'll wrap up here on the West Coast. The 49ers have released with their unofficial – have released their unofficial depth chart ahead of Sunday's preseason game against the Raiders. Brock Purdy is listed as the starting quarterback. The backup listed as Trey Lance or Sam Darnold. That's a PR move. <laughs> they just don't want to make – you know, they don't want to – they know if they put Trey Lance third, that's going to get a bunch of questions and be distracting, And but that's what it is. Really? So you're, you really I, think – okay. Yeah. I, I don't even think this is complicated. I think – I don't think it's complicated at all. Brock Purdy is going to be their quarterback for the next sure, three years because sure, you yeah. don't have to pay him a nickel, and he's good and accurate. Sam Darnold is mistake-prone. Like him, but mistake-prone. Lance has some accuracy issues. None of those fit with the coach. Like Kyle Shanahan loved Matt Schaub and Kirk Cousins. Accurately deliver the ball. Do not make a lot of unforced errors like in tennis. They're going to make an error it's because, you know, you got hit or somebody made a great play. And with Darnold and Trey Lance, there's a lack of trust. And it's okay. I've got I've got film on Sam and I've got a lack of experience with Trey and a, a number of a few number of starts. So I don't even think this is complicated. I just think what happens is they're trying to be professional and delicate with Trey. They're also going to try to move him eventually. So you don't want to make it look like he's third. There's always a story behind the story. The internet thinks they know. There's always a story behind the story. And the truth is they want to move Trey eventually. And so do the Jets with Zach Wilson. So you're going to publicly make it look with Zach Wilson as shiny and as positive and optimistic as you can. So I, I will say this, though. I would pay, I would play the most snaps. I would give the Trey Lance. Darnold's brand is established. Brock Purdy's going nowhere. I would play Zach Wilson 50 snaps in preseason and Trey Lance 50 snaps. Put, put some real quality light on him, upgrade him, and move him. Uh, Ryan with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Once your business gets to a certain size, cracks start to emerge. You deserve a customized solution, and that's NetSuite. Learn more when you download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist here. Free, absolutely free. NetSuite.com slash Herd, H-E-R-D. Went out to dinner last night, and uh, Leonard Armato is kind of a legendary NBA agent. I think he used to be Shaq's agent when he moved him from Orlando to the Lakers. And uh, Leonard Armato tapped me on the shoulder, and I, you know, don't know Leonard, but have seen Leonard for a long time, and uh, came up and said, "Hey, I've got somebody I want to introduce you to." And uh, you know, ten feet away, it was uh, Nikola Jokic, the best basketball player in the world for the Denver Nuggets. His brothers were sitting with him. His brothers were significantly larger than the six eleven Denver Nuggets All Star. That is a big fam, a huge fam. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 